Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. Today's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge, I think. I want to share with you a little bit about what's been going on over this past week, as well as just kind of give you some insights into um, some analogies that I've come up with uh, as I've been working with some clients and also uh, just kind of going back through some of my learnings from years past. Uh, First, I want to tell you that my oldest daughter graduated from high school this past week, and that was quite the experience. It was a fantastic one. Um, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, this being our first daughter and all. I mean, I have graduated myself, and so I kind of had some idea, but I do think that it hits you a little bit differently when it's your kid. Um, So I wanted to share some of the stuff. They had this beautiful ceremony the day before graduation. And I just want to let you know um, how incredible it was and and why it was so incredible. So what they did was it was called the Rose Ceremony. And we had a mass before the ceremony. But then immediately following, then we went to uh, the lawn of the actual school. And they had all the chairs set up. And the chairs were basically for the parents. And then all of the graduates or potential graduates were going to... um, I guess not potential, the future graduates, were, were standing in lines behind us and they were holding a letter in their hands as well as a, a rose. And they knew that they were going to be presenting a rose to each of their parents. And so that was not at all a surprise to them or even to us because I think we, as parents, we kind of knew that they were going to be giving us this, uh, this small gift. We knew about the letters that they had written. What nobody else knew, though, parents or students, was that the faculty just about, um, I want to say, I don't know, a couple weeks earlier, had given each of the students a, a questionnaire. It had like four main questions on there, and I don't remember all of them, but it was something along the lines of, you know, what's one really important lesson that you learned from your mom or from your dad? And, uh, you know, what is something that you're super grateful for? Or, you know, just if you could say one thing to your parents, what would it be? Just things like that. And what they did was took all of that information. uh, They picked a few lines from each one and highlighted them. And then during the ceremony, while each kid was supposed to come and give us our letter, what they did was read off the, the information or the, the sentiments that each kid had written. So they basically would read like our daughter's name and then they would have me and my husband stand up so that we were the center of attention for that few minutes and the child would, <coughs> excuse me, they would walk the, the rose and the handwritten letter that they had written for us over to us while the entirety of the audience was hearing the words spoken that my daughter wrote. And they would do this for every single student. And so it was just such a beautiful ceremony because one of the things that I think was so amazing was this forced vulnerability. And I think that right now, so many times we are told what to think, we are told how to feel, and um, and we're also told to kind of keep it to ourselves, uh, especially if it's not something that is expected. You know, in the world of Twitter and Facebook and, and basically social media in general, you know, we're, we're kind of, I don't 
don't want to say forced because that's not the right word, but we're definitely encouraged to put our best foot forward and let people just see the outer shell of what's going on and not really just have a peek behind the curtain and see what's going on inside of our souls. And this ceremony really, uh, it really forced the kids, if you will, to hear what other kids were thinking and feeling about their families. That was so beautiful because I don't know that they would have sat around in a circle and said, here's how I feel about my mom and dad. (laughs) You know, I think there there is almost like this uh, pressure to to be cool and not really let people know what you're super grateful for when it comes to your parents. And this allowed not only the, the kids to hear that, but it allowed the parents to hear that from other kids as well. Because since they were only highlighting certain pieces of it, you knew that some of the unspoken things that other kids had said may have also been some of the sentiments of your own kids. So it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I want to share that because I want you to know how important it is to not just know that sometimes people are feeling a way that they haven't necessarily shared with you, um, but that they might be feeling a little bit too exposed or too vulnerable to to come to you with that information or that sentiment. And that doesn't mean that they're not feeling it. So I just wanted to put that out there for you. Um, One of the things that I want to touch base, the reason I brought some of that up is because we were doing a graduation party for her. And in preparation for the graduation party, I was outside in my lawn and I was like, you know, clipping some bushes and and pulling weeds and that kind of stuff. And and as I was pulling some weeds, uh, one, there was something that came to me and I just wanted to share it with you. So um, there are several different kinds of weeds out in our particular yard. For those of you who don't know, we live in a desert and we were, I was picking some, certain weeds. And there are a couple of things that I wanted to uh, just use as an analogy for the way that we behave with money, really how we would change that. One of them is that if you go too quickly, you're not actually uh, able to pull up the weed. <laughs> so I noticed that if I was in a hurry and I would grab the weed and I would just like pull and not do it slowly, it the, the surface part would come off like it would just break off right at the ground level. And I was never really getting into the, the root of what was what was there. And so uh, I was like, you know, there, I really just need to slow down a little bit. And it got me realizing that sometimes when we go to make a change, it could be with your money or or really anything else. But um, I'm going to go ahead and just apply this to the way that we behave with money right now. If if you decide, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to overhaul everything that I do. And now I just want to use cash or now I want to, you know, just never use credit or, or whatever it is. If you just act so quickly and, and go and pull it out, you know, just do, do something different without slowing down a little bit. You may see some immediate results, but you might not see long lasting results because sooner rather than later, that weed is going to pop right back up because all you did was basically give it a haircut. And so same thing with your, with your money behavior. If you overhaul everything really quickly, you know, you might see some immediate results, but once you've I don't know, once you go back to your old stuff, it's, it's just going to keep popping up for you. So, so that was one thing. But the other, the other thing that came to mind when I was looking at um, pulling these weeds was if I, once I slowed down, if I was able to grab, like 
not grab the root, then I realized that I needed to dig a little bit. So uh, sometimes just slowing down was enough to be able to grab the, the root and pull it up. But sometimes because of the rock that was around them, I was not able to access that point where I was able to grab it and slowly pull it up. Instead, I had to physically move some rock. I had to physically dig some dirt and get a little bit deeper so that I could grab that root better and pull it out and not have that come back. And of course, because my mind never shuts off, uh, I was starting to think about how sometimes we just need to dig a little bit. And if we haven't, if we can't get to the root of the problem, if we haven't gotten to that yet, then we might need to dig a little deeper. And that's why sometimes my coaching is kind of branded as therapy almost, or at least therapeutic. I don't pretend to be doing therapy, but I think a lot of people walk out. I've, I've heard them say many times, gosh, this kind of felt like a therapy session. I feel so much better. And I think part of that, you guys, is because I have to sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes move the rocks and dig a little bit in order to get to the root of whatever's going on in your lives. So uh, that was just something that came up for me as I was prepping for this graduation party. And, and so I wanted to make sure that I shared that. And then the last thing that I want to talk to you about is this idea of having a plan. Now, I know that a lot of times we think if someone would just give me a plan, I could do what I need to do. I could follow the plan. It's almost like a recipe, right? Like, oh, if you just give me this recipe, I can follow these steps and I can buy the right ingredients and I can put it all together and everything will be just fine. And I believe that that might work when it comes to baking a cake. I don't know that that works super well when it comes to actual behavior change uh, that is going to be lasting for ourselves. I ran across a quote the other day that says, a plan is worthless. Planning is where the value is. I believe that to my core. I think that when we're handed a, a plan or a prescription, if you will, then it, it's from someone else and it doesn't necessarily take into account who we are, what we value, uh, you know, what some of our, our quirks are, what some of our um, our, our habits are, some of our personality traits, just some of those things that it doesn't really take into account. And that results in having a plan that might be absolutely horrible for us. I mean, it might be a really great plan for someone, but maybe a horrible one for us. Oftentimes when I'm driving, because I've mentioned before that I, you know, had to teach my kiddo how to drive and stuff um, pretty recently. And I have another one coming up. So, you know, strap in if you're going to want some more driving analogies. The strap in was not even an intended pun, but I heard it as I was saying it out loud. Anyway, um, you know, if you are trying to follow the lines on a road, if you stay within the lines, it's you know, you're going to get somewhere, hopefully pretty safely. But if somebody is uh, drunk and they they are drawing the lines when they're drunk, let's just say, and you've got lines that are drawn every which way and they're, they're going, you know, haphazardly across highways and whatever, you can stay in the lines but you're not going to get where you need to because the the plan itself was not done with a, an intentional design in mind and your your money map is no different if you know that you have somewhere specific that you want to go, you can't just have somebody hand you a map and say, okay, I'm going to do this because you didn't own any of that. What I'd like for you to do is actually paint the lines onto the road. That is the planning part of this whole thing. If you are able to take place 
take part, excuse me, if you're able to take part in that planning, you're going to own it more, you're going to know what to anticipate better, and you're going to be more likely to actually stick to it because you know that those lines that were drawn are actually heading in the direction that you want them to head. So I hope that all of that hodgepodge of stuff today gives you at least a couple nuggets here and there to pull from. I have a whole lot going on right now, and so I have to actually close up today's episode more quickly than I had hoped, Um, but I really appreciate you tuning in today. Next week, I'm going to have an interview from a great guy named Ryan Garvey. Uh, just another financial coach out there. I promised you that as I meet new people who I think would bring value to you that I would bring them onto the show. And that is who we're going to have next week. So definitely tune in next week for that. I appreciate you tuning in today. As always, have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Make Money Behave podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Help spread the word about the Make Money Behave podcast by leaving a five-star review and sharing the show with a friend. If you'd like to connect directly with Maria, text the word podcast to 623-400-5225. In the meantime, don't just make money, make money behave.